What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. It is our Fittest at 40 series, and we today are going to talk about mastering the art of routines uh, for an enhanced well-being and maybe even your vitality as well, <laughs> probably. Um, it is Christmas week, uh, Hanukkah season, Christmas season, and it is the season where we let go of routines. So I'm like, you know what? We should talk about this. Um, especially considering that in about a week from now, this is the week we break them all down. And in about one week later, we try, we all put our heads together. And we're like, all right, this is, this is where we're going to build it back up. <laughs> so I figured why not talk about some routines today, right? And the importance of routines, because I never used to have one. And then when I got one, I was like, oh, wow, that makes a big difference. So, um, a lot of reasons to talk about this. So that's that's the very first thing that we always like to do is why, why, why are we talking about this today? So again, thank you guys for coming back. If you've been liking this series, please uh, go ahead and give us a like um, at the, the little five-star button if you're on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening. It really helps us get to the top of the algorithms and then um, everybody else will hear it too. And then we just spread the good word on cannabis. And it's all because of you guys. It's not really me. I mean, I'm, you know, putting it out and I, you guys are the driving force behind that. And the more that you help with that, um, the just, you know, the, the, the more we all together get this accomplished, right? So that's really the goal. <clears throat> Thank you guys again, uh, as always. But this topic today is important for so many different reasons. Um, especially as we age, right? Like I, I, I think if we don't have a routine as we age, I think it's really easy not to have a routine as a kid. I mean, geez, I look, <laughs> I look at my kids. I have to force them to have a routine, a routine. And if you have older kids um, in their teenage years, then you probably know that way better than even I do, right? And I'm going to learn that even more soon. But even just knowing that I didn't have a routine when I was a kid and watching my kids not have routines Having a routine is something that, you know, especially as you get older, I think is really, really helpful. I think even maybe even more for like emotional reasons, but we'll go through all this stuff. Um, first things first, it helps with improved sleep, right? As you age, it's really important to get good sleep. You want your quality of sleep to stay as high as you possibly can because naturally it starts to wane a little bit, right? So, um, if you can get a routine of regular sleep pattern, that is the biggest way you can help your sleep is being in a routine. If you find that uh, every Friday you have to travel cross country, coast to coast, just talk to me about how, how your sleep is, <laughs> right? I can only imagine. I've, I've done that several times where I've, uh, maybe not in a week to week basis, but, um, you know, traveled a lot in a period of time. And I've done it recently too. And it's just your sleep is the first thing that takes a hit, right? So routine on a sleep is huge. So that's one reason why you want to help, why you want to consider this. Um, stress reduction. So having a routine can really help you reduce an anxiety and stress by providing a like a very predictable and structured daily flow. That so many times anxiety and stress arises because we just we're, we're we're worried about the unknown, right? Like that is exactly what not being here now really means when you're worried about the present or not the present. You're worried about the future, or the past, and so um, having a routine can really help with stress reduction and knowing what you're going to be doing or having a better idea at least, so you can really reduce your stress and be more effective in the here and now, right? Uh, better health management. Um, you know, obviously consistent routines can really help 
with medication adherence, if you're taking medications, right? Regular exercise, balanced eating habits. Um, enhanced cognitive function is another one. So you can build a routine of uh, just positive, consens- consistent med- mental activities. Maybe you have those games that you play on your phone that are actually helpful. They can be. Um, maybe you do something uh, stimulating like drawing, right? That can be something. Or um, meditating, yoga, things like that. That can even assist as well. Uh, routines can help with increased physical activity. Once you get in a routine, it, you know, you start doing things that uh, you should be doing and you kind of do them automatically, which is great. We kind of want these things on autopilot. So that can really help. Um, crucial for maintaining mobility and strength as you age. Uh, routine of social engagement. It can be really easy to just withdraw and building a routine where maybe you have you know, like, a, a, you know, you go and you have a, a social session, right? And that's what we often have heard of bingo nights. That's really what they are, right? Like, these are just ways for people to get together and socialize, which is crucial for maintaining a positive well-being overall, especially mentally. Um, social, have, I already mentioned that. Having a sense of purpose. Uh, if you don't have a routine, you very, very quickly don't know what like why you're doing what you're doing. And that just brings anguish when you just kind of don't know why you're operating the way you're operating on a daily routine basis. So having a routine really does provide a sense of purpose. It's strange how it works, but as soon as I developed mine and implemented it, I really quickly found that out. Um, Easier management of chronic conditions. So if you have regular checkups and medication times and all those things, uh, it's much, much better managed if you build a routine into it, right? You can build, you can better manage chronic conditions when you have routines that make it easier for you to manage those conditions. Better time management. If you have a routine, you know how much time things take to do and, and you can better uh, understand what needs to be done to hit certain points um, of your day that you need to hit and be more efficient in your time. Um, since routines provide structure, um, they also can provide and help you develop a resilience to adapt changes more easily, I found. And, and that's kind of a nice thing too. When you have a routine, you, you, you kind of build in the necessary things. That's what you're doing to make sure that you're hitting your, you know, all your check boxes that you need to hit every day. And so it just helps you adapt and be easier when those unstructured things come up because you, you build in time for that. That's what you end up doing. It's kind of interesting. Um, so I think for, you know, as we age, uh, you know, it's just really important to focus on these things, especially like the things we typically wouldn't focus on social interactions, having hobbies, just things that enhance your quality of life to bring you a routine Make it a routine to do those things, right? So so a routine in general is just a set of habits, activities that are performed on a regular basis at regular times. And it's just a structured way to really organize your day-to-day tasks and your responsibilities, things that maybe you even also want to accomplish that wouldn't be a typical responsibility, right? Like a hobby or something. Um, so it can vary the types of routines, and we'll get into that as well. Uh, but they really help in organizing your life, reducing the mental load of daily decision making, right? That's what we're really looking at here and ensuring an overall balanced approach to your day, contributing to, you know, just that general overall well-being and productivity that we're looking for, that optimization that we're looking for. So that's why I, I think routine um, building is 
is really, really important. Um, and there's different types of routines, right? And we'll go through those now. So first one is a daily routine. That's just kind of the general stuff that you do overall on a regular basis. Meal times, work or school activities, exercise, bedtime rituals, all that stuff. And then you can break that down uh, further into those morning routines. I think a morning routine is the most important routine I do every day. Uh, on this series, I've talked about how the fittest at 40, we have like the, the pyramid that we talk about, right? And my opinion is that what you put into your body, nutrition, is the very first thing that affects everything else. It affects how you think, it affects how you feel, and if you work out or not afterwards. So the first thing I do in my morning routine is put in the right nutrients, and that's water. Super easy, right? <laughs> Just water. And then I add a little bit of protein as well. And then I also put creatine and um, salt. It's with uh, LMNT packets. The element is what it's called. Uh, they're all over the place. You can look those up. But I, I start with that. And then I also will add an avocado to get those fats as well. I've just found it helps me with repairing the muscle, but feeling lean and not like heavy and weighed down in the morning, but getting like the essential fats and stuff that my brain needs. Um, but I find it's it's been good for me. So that morning routine, I build it in first thing and immediately uh, that that main pillar, the nutrition pillar has been taken care of first thing right? And, and that's just automatic now. If I don't do that, I feel it pretty quickly that I haven't done that. So important to, for me at least, to build that in very first thing on my routine. So you have morning routines, you have evening routines. How are you getting ready for bed? How are you resting your mind and, and getting your mind ready for bed? Um, just to get a good night's rest so you can repair, your body can repair. Workout routines, uh, you know, there's a regular exercise that can vary in intensity during the week. And what I do is I have a work uh, workout routine every day. So Monday through Sunday, I have something that I'm doing. I, it's not always the same thing. Um, I like to vary it because I think that's what you need. I think that's kind of how we've evolved to have varied, um, you know, different varied levels of, of um, exercise, right? To, to maintain a peak level of optimized level of conditioning, I should say. And then you have a productivity routine, um, structured approach to work or study, um, you know, just including specific times for focus work and breaks and task management strategies, things like that. Self-care routines, um, it could be that could be meditation, hobbies, relaxation techniques, skincare, all that type of stuff. Meal planning routines, I mean, that includes like regular planning with shopping and preparation of meals to make sure that you're eating a balanced diet. That's a lot of people don't consider that. But when you're talking about starting that, that, that nutritional pillar strong, you got to make sure that you're planning for that. So what is it that I'm going to be eating throughout the day, throughout the week, every morning, right? Like what am I going to have in the mornings and what am I going to have in the afternoons? And if, if you don't plan for that, you're just going to end up eating whatever's in front of you. You're going to go out and grab something to eat, which is often going to be what looks most appealing to you, right? But if you structure it, so you buy it, it's already there. It's ready to go. Now you kind of have to eat it. Like it's the same reason, you know, I wouldn't, um, it's kind of strange. Like, like if you buy it, then you have to eat it, right? So make sure you plan it, buy it. That way you eat it. That way you're not tempted to go out and buy other foods, right? And, and, and eat out, which is, you know, I think typically not as healthy as making your own food at home often. It's kind of the same reason when I would work out, I would work out when I was in uh, New York, um, living in Brooklyn, I, I would often go to CrossFit every day for about five, three to five days a week. 
And it was much more economical, actually, for me to get the unlimited um, pass to go as many times as I wanted. But I actually liked buying the separate passes because if I didn't use them, I wasted them. So that's kind of how I see my food. So on Sunday or Monday, I'll buy a bunch of food and I let it sit in the fridge, right? And I have to eat it. And if I don't eat it throughout the week, then I'm wasting food and I'm wasting money and I hate that feeling. And I eventually get really annoyed if I keep doing it. So I stop, right? But like, if you have a routine of buying the food on a specific day and putting it in your fridge and you're going to eat it and and that, like you're only as strong as your routine, right? So that in itself is going to keep you on track because you're just going to have to keep eating it. <laughs> because otherwise, I mean, maybe not. Maybe you're the type that's that just like spending money and wasting it. You'll buy a bunch of food, put it in your fridge, and then you'll still go out and eat, right? But I mean, for me at least, that gets really annoying because I'm like, dang, I'm eat, buying this food. I'm eating out. I'm spending like double. What am I just, you know, and then you have to make a choice. And then you have to really boil it down. All right, if I eat out all the time, it's worse for my health. All right, I'm going to feel guilty if I go that route. So I'm going to buy my food. And th- and now you're, you just keep forcing yourself into these decisions. And eventually when you build that routine, right, that routine of, I can't keep making this bad decision because <laughs> you keep reminding yourself every time you go out and buy the food becomes a good decision, right? And that's kind of what happened to me. I kept wasting food. And so eventually I got really annoyed and I don't waste food anymore. So Monday through Friday, I feel better. I eat you know, better food and I feel better because of it and I'm more productive because of it. Right. And it keeps me on the routine for working out because I feel better. I work out and I, I laugh and I, I'm, I'm in a lighter mood throughout the day because I'm eating better foods and that aren't weighing me down and making me feel blah and aren't greasy. Right. Like it's all that stuff and, and foods that go well with my system. Some foods just don't go well with my system. Right. Like there's certain foods I eat. That if I eat it, it's like, geez, like I, I can't eat this. <laughs> right? Like, and no, we won't go into too much more, you know, description than that, but that's, you know, that everyone has that. So think about that. So you have meal planning routines. Wow. Spent a lot of time on that. Um, and they have weekly routines. It's like a broader view, cleaning and household routines, right? If you're really talking about overall wellness, I need to do better at building that routine for sure. Um, a social routine. I would also like to build, be better at building that. I had a fantastic social routine before the pandemic. Then that got crushed, right? I mean, slowly but surely. I mean, you have kids. There's so many different things that happen. I mean, it just could be better, right? And, and that's something that you have to focus on. So something for sure that, um, I am focusing on making sure I'm getting out more. And then relaxation routines, uh, you have to build those in. People don't do that. Sleep routines. I mean, this is kind of like your nighttime routine. It should build into a sleep routine, um, like reducing screen time and all that stuff. Like a nighttime routine can also include meal planning, right? But also includes sleep. Uh, so it just kind of depends on how we're, we're describing these and classifying them. Digital routines like um, structured use of social media, uh, checking emails, all that stuff. Cause that can drive you nuts if you're doing that too often and learning routines. Sometimes people want to dedicate certain times throughout the week or days for learning something new. I did this when I learned Spanish. Um, I've done this when I've, I try to learn a new hobby every year. Like I would build in learning time last year to learn how to skateboard every day. I would build X amount of time, uh, after my kids would go to bed during the summer cause it was still light out, um, to go out and get on my skateboard. Right. So, there's just certain times 
where you can build that in and make it a habit. And then because you make it a habit, you, you get gains from that, right? It's no different than any other routine. Um, so you can mix them, you can match them. It kind of depends on where you're at and what you need at that time. But the real, the key is to create a routine that's realistic and sustainable. If it's not realistic, if it's not sustainable and it's not aligned with your personal values and objectives, you're not going to stick with it. The first obstruction, the first hurdle that you come across, you're, you're going to fail. And so you have to have a why behind your routine. Um, and I think that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, what is it do you want to achieve? Um, it can be improving your health. It can be improving productivity, reducing stress, whatever it is you want to achieve. That's what you want to look at. You, you want to understand your current habits when you're building your routine. So you know, what is it that I currently do in my daily activities and what habits do I want to keep? What do I want to change? What do I want to eliminate? You want to prioritize tasks when you're building a routine. So which activities are most important and need to be done daily? That may determine if you need a social routine or not, right? So like these will all evolve and they'll change. Sometimes you need a social routine during the pandemic. You didn't. <laughs> you did not need one. Um, you actually needed the opposite of that, unfortunately, right? I think, well, I should say you still need one. Probably virtually you can have one, right? But like an in-person social routine was just not feasible. And that was a very rare, obvious occurrence. But, you know, still it's it's part of like you didn't need a routine for that then, right? Um, uh, consider your energy levels. So, you know, don't build an exercise routine at the end of the day when you're tired, build it in the beginning of your day, right? Like build, don't build, um, like I usually record these never at the end of my day because I'm too tired. And I don't want you guys to just be listening to Jack and I, um, you know, just like mumbling and, and being exhausted. Like if, if we're going to be talking to you, I, I want to be engaged and I want to be awake and because that way you will be too, right? Like who wants to listen to that otherwise? So understand, you know, what your energy levels will be when you're starting the routine and make sure it fits in the right way. Maybe it's a relaxation routine and that's perfect if, if it's at the end of the day, right? So build your routine in for that then. Um, it all depends. You want to balance the activity types, physical, mental, leisure, self-care, relaxation. Set realistic expectations. Don't do a lot at once. Like, consider habit stacking, right? Like, if you have a routine already, for example, if you take vitamins and you have to take a new medication, um, just don't take your medication whenever. Take them when you take your vitamins and put your vit your medication right by your vitamins that you take every day and you already have a habit of, you already have a habit of taking, right? So make sure you do that. And by the way, a habit, everyone's like, well, how long does it take to form a habit? I mean, I would say it takes, I don't know, like 60 days. I think so. Like a lot of people think 30 and it'll really, and again, just like cannabis, everyone's different. I think if you're doing something for two months, for 60 days, it, then it starts becoming automatic. Your body starts adopting it as just something that you do and not something that's new. Wow, that rhymed. Um, didn't even mean it to. Uh, but it's, it's, it's certainly like, I, I found that if I do something for 20 days or 30 days, it's not enough. I have to do it for 60 days and then it becomes a habit. Then I'm doing it all the time. So do something for 60 days, um, incorporate that flexibility, allocate time for like meals and sleep. Don't just, you know, you have to have routines for that schedule breaks, for whatever it is, you know, that can like boost your productivity if you're whatever the routine is, but make sure you schedule some breaks. Um, I really recommend morning and evening routines. I just think they're really important to start your day, to cap off your day. Um, 
So I would, you know, definitely consider those and implement these routines gradually, right? Like, again, like habit stack, like that's, you know, and, and adjust them when, when needed. Not every routine is going to be perfect when you start. You're going to start a routine and you're going to be like, geez, I like this is not working. And you have to adjust it. And maybe you have to do something different to make sure that routine accommodates your lifestyle. Because if it does not accommodate your lifestyle, it will not become a routine. It can't. <laughs> like the only things that become routines are things that you can accommodate. And and so if you want it to become a routine, you have to figure out where can I put this in? Like what, for example, like again, if I were to try and just make a routine of, of scheduling these shows to record at night and I never considered recording them in the morning, I probably wouldn't record a lot of these shows because I just would be too tired. So I, my hack is, I will schedule them in the mornings and I let everyone know that I scheduled a routine of, of recording these in the morning. Um, my family knows that my friends know that uh, typically on a weekend as well. And that way I'm, I'm ready to go. Right. And, and so, you know, that routine has been set and, and I'm going to do it then. And it's just, you know, and then you even, when you have that routine and a, a day and like, we've been doing this for five years, even if I'm tired, when I sit down to record, I, my, I kind of shift. There's like a shift that I feel because your body gets in the routine of showtime in this scenario, right? Similar to if I get in my bed later at night, my body gets in the routine of bedtime and then I start relaxing. Now, let's take this. Let's say you get in, you're one of those people that likes to study in bed, right? You sit in bed and you study really hard. Well, guess what happens when you go to sleep in bed? If you're studying eight, five, 10, eight hours, five, eight, 10 hours a day in bed. And then you go to sleep in bed, your body's going to be confused. Do I use this routine moment of lying in bed for staying awake and studying? Or do I use this for sleep? So you have to choose, you know, consciously what your routine is going to be. And that's how it develops into something that's effective. If you're not consciously choosing your routine, and you're, you're, you're letting the daily events choose your routine for you, that's where routines fail. And that's where you don't develop routines. And, and that's where you don't develop gains. Again, you are only as strong as your routine. I believe that wholeheartedly. Like I, I will just wake up and I know to feel good within the first two hours of waking up, I have to work out. I have to work out. I have to drink my water. And then I like drinking my coffee as well, because then I get a little bit of the hippie speedball, right? A little sweat, a little cannabis, a little caffeine. You get that hippie speedball going. It's fantastic. And I don't always do that every day, but when I do, I have great days. That's what I notice. Um, it's a routine thing. Your, your body feels ready to go. Your body's like, all right, I now know that I am ready to, like, this is my sign. I've done this, and I know what happens after this. It's productivity. So that's just, you know, or, and again, we talk about this, productivity of what? Sleep productivity of focus, productivity of socializing. So it all depends on what it is that what it is that you're, uh, you're looking to get out of these. So you definitely have to be conscious when you go in for that and use tools. Like, you know, I, I use um, planners, I use my, my, my watch all the time, like I will tell myself on like my calendar, all right, now is your time for doing this exercise or wake up. And when you wake up, drink water. Like I don't do that. I don't need to do that as much anymore, but I still set an alarm because I want to make sure that I'm starting my routine. And typically my alarm just has to ring once now. And my body doesn't require multiple alarm settings. Um, I still do it out of habit, out of routine. 
<laughs> but ironically enough, but I don't really think I need it. And I think that's the point of routines. You get better and better and you become kind of like this, like automatic, like just productivity machine. Right. And that's what routines can do for you. So it's really important. Um, and obviously, how can cannabis assist? Well, I've talked about this pyramid, right? Making sure you're eating well, physically, you're doing the things you need to do to maintain physical activity, yoga, meditation, mental, physical, all that stuff. Uh, especially CBD rich strains, full spectrum for sure, cannabis strains can really help you maintain that, that structure is what I found. And that's what I found. I, I can do all of those things, but, um, for example, stress and anxiety reduction. So because cannabis can assist with that, it can make it easier to stick to a routine by really lowering the psychological barriers associated with starting new habits. And that's often what happens is that we start a new habit and we're like, oh, I got to start a new, like even starting this episode, this, this series, right? Fitness at 40 series. I had to like just start it and get over the hump of doing it. And there's a little bit of anxiety there for no reason. It's just a matter of getting it started, right? <laughs> so lower the anxiety, you know, get it going. Um, but we find even in the smallest ways, stress and anxiety, you know, like they hinder us. So, so cannabis can kind of open you up and, and just get you moving um, in that direction that you want to go. Sleep improvement, uh, certainly for CBD, um, sometimes you need it for relaxation, you can't relax at night, uh, whatever it is that you're needing it for, um, it can certainly help there. And I always find if, if you wake up and you've had horrible sleep, good luck with your routine the rest of the day, right? Your routine will help you. It'll help you, all right, this is what you got to do next, this is what you got to do next, but it will not be as effective as it would be if you had a really good sleep. So how do you have a really good sleep? My opinion is that you you start with prepping the night before I get my drink ready that I'm going to drink first thing in the morning. I get the kids stuff ready. I get the dishes ready. So I'm not doing that first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, I just want to put water in my, my protein shaker. I want to drink it. I want to get my coffee ready. And then I want to go start my routine, right? I want to start my workouts. That's what I want to do. So it certainly can help with that cannabis uh, with sleep improvement, right? If you're having trouble getting to sleep in the first place, um, cannabis can help with pain relief. If pain relief is a reason you can't get through a certain part of your routine, it can help with that mood regulation. We've talked about this already, but you know, that is after eating, like your frame of mind is the next thing that gets you from A to B. If, if, and that's why I think eating is so important. It's much easier to get in a good frame of mind if you've eaten well, right? If you don't eat well, it's really a lot tougher to get in a good frame of mind. So I, th I think eating well is really, really important, what you put into your body, right? And then uh, focus and concentration. I, I talk about this all the time. Cannabis helps me with that during the day very often. Uh, you know, if I have things that are nagging on my mind or even I just, just the fact that, you know, Jack Herrera really just focuses me. So it's like, I mean, it, you know, just something to consider, right? And then appetite regulation. Um you know, some people need that for, you know, to, to regulate their daily routines. They need to stimulate it. They need to suppress it, um, you know, for your daily routine and THCV, CBD, like there's different cannabinoids and different terpenes as well that can assist with that part of it. So again, you know, for my thoughts with this whole thing, cannabis is not the leading actor. It's a supporting actor. And, and the, that pyramid that we talk about nutrition and uh, which it starts there and then physical activity and, and mental activity and and just, you know, the, all of the, the stuff that you have to focus on the day to day to push you to be better overall in your life, 
it starts with making sure that you're adding all of those little actions into your day. And the only way I find that you can really do that is if you have a routine. So routining is so important. Um, as we age, I think it helps us find a purpose. I think it helps us feel more purposeful throughout the day because there's, there's often, you know, you get older and you're like, what am I doing? You know, it's like that, um, keeping up with the Joneses feeling, right? Like, like you see everyone else being successful on social media and, you know, you feel like you're not successful and, you know, you're like, what's, what's my purpose, right? And that, that happens a lot. And, and especially if we're not taking care of ourselves and appreciating ourselves. Um, but when you wake up with a routine and a sense of purpose, that, that's really what it is. You, you wake up with a routine, you have a sense of purpose and it kind of naturally gives you that. And when you have that first thing in the morning, right? After a great night of sleep, which you've prepared for after when you have that first thing in the morning, it's, it's much harder to take you off your A game. And when you're on your A game, every single one of us, like we deliver like, like the best, right? Like, like there's like, like no one can stop you when you're on your A game. And you know that, like, I know too. And like, I'm on my A game. No one can stop me. Whatever, whatever it is I'm doing, like when you just feel like you're in the flow and maybe it's been a while since you have, but when you're in that routine and and you're just you know doing things day in day out and all of a sudden like those positive daily small actions start compounding and they're working for you that that is where you start seeing the gains right so that's my take on uh, on routine setting um i think it's super important and why talk about this now well i think because January, we're going to start looking at some routines a little bit more. I'm going to maybe do like a challenge or something. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I have a few weeks to think about it, but <laughs> I want to do it for myself. And that's normally why, you know, we start this stuff. And if you guys want to do it with me, that's cool. Um, probably going to start with like eating or something, but um, let me know what you guys think. That's what I have for today's episode on routine. Uh, make it a routine to like and subscribe and to share this. Make That's probably the best routine is to share it. Um, and reach out and let me know, you know, what you guys are thinking, but, uh, cannot thank you guys enough. Happy, happy, happy holidays guys. And, and just, you know, take it easy this time of year, but get excited because, you know, mentally January is when all things change, right? <laughs> At least in our heads. So, you know, like get excited about the things that we can implement and the routines that, you know, I have a few more weeks here, a few more weeks if. If you don't have a routine, I developed my routine the first time in just before Thanksgiving years ago. Um, I have come off of it here and there throughout time, but I always come back to it. So if you don't have one now, you have a few more weeks, I would say, uh, just to enjoy that. But get excited, right? Like think about what you want to implement. Um, think about how cannabis can help you hold yourself accountable to that routine as well. And guys, I will see you next week on another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, the Fitness at 40 series. Almost there. I'm almost 40. I'm not there yet. Almost there. But uh, thank you guys. Cannot thank you enough. And see you next week. Peace.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.